Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Toon Review for tonight's uh, very special show uh, regarding her game two. Um, we've got Kaz joining us in just a second, um, talking about everything of how she got started, etc., and where it's at now and what the, the visions are for the future. Uh, and uh, once we've spoken to Kaz, obviously, we'll, we'll mention about Bristol City as well. Uh, Bristol, oh, no, Bristol uh -oh. Rovers, sorry. Uh -uh. <laughs> My God. Um, and, uh, <laughs> obviously, Elliot Anderson and, uh, of course, uh, Joseph Barton, who we all know well at these parts. Mm. Uh, and then um, back end of the show, we'll obviously talk about if there's anything uh, Newcastle-wise, but it's very quiet uh, on the transfer front still. Uh, but that might all change. But uh, very excited about the game tomorrow, obviously, uh, which has been broadcast live on Newcastle United's YouTube channel. Uh, so really looking forward to that as well. Um, we'll go through a couple of comments before we get uh, Kaz in. Uh, good evening to Louis uh, Vaughan. Von depressed. Uh, yeah. Hi, Michael. Uh, Julie, uh, hi, all. Please keep comments respectful. No all duplicates. Distasteful references to other channels will be deleted. No gathering intelligence for other channels. Indeed. Uh, we all support NUFC, so enjoy the show. Uh, good evening, Pilar Keith. Um, uh, Julie saying a big welcome to the Toon Review family, to Kaz. Uh, hi, everyone. Good evening, uh, Toon Review family. Big warm welcome to Kaz. Uh, Toons are good evening. Chesre. Uh, just reiterating what uh, Julie said there. So uh, keep it clean, guys. Keep it nice and uh, free-flowing. Good evening, David. Uh, good evening, Tom. Uh, Tom has his new blog on the website. Uh, it took me about two and a half hours to upload it and put it all into the website. Uh, but it is there now. Uh, a fantastic piece on the history of St. James's Park. Um, really, really nice. And um, a great read. Great photographs as well, which will take you back. Uh, quite a few years uh, seeing St. James's Park. And for the younger supporters to see what St. James's Park used to be like to come, well, compared to now, it is just a, God, it's a million miles, absolute million mm. miles. Uh, good morning, everyone, says B. Varga. How do we think the first friendly will go? Well, we'll discuss that a bit later on, of course. Uh, I'm sure we will have uh, a lot of opinions on that. But let's bring Kaz in. Good evening, Kaz. Hello, and thank you everyone for the uh, warm welcome. Lovely. Yeah, well, they're, a good bunch, they're a good bunch on here. Don't worry about that. Uh, Cluster's a big family, so you're, you're very welcome. Uh, I do apologise. Uh, almost slipped up with Bristol City there. but uh, <laughs> uh, Raging behind the scenes. Yeah, Raging. yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, we get a, a Bristol City fan on, Little Annie, who says he, he's, he's aware of you. Um, he's a Bristol City fan, but when we mentioned you were coming on, <laughs> Um, he was like, oh, she's, she's a fantastic person. She's really good at what she does, and uh, it's brilliant what Aww. she's doing, etc. So for a Bristol City fan who, let's just say, he hasn't been kind about Bristol Rovers in the past. But, oh, that's you know. really lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Made my day. Thank you. Oh, no, he is. Uh, right, so you, you um, her game two, um, do you just want to give us a brief rundown about what it is to start with, just for everybody who is is watching, who isn't quite sure of what, what, you, what you're doing with it? Yeah, so um, Her Game 2 is a campaign against sexism in football. Um, but it's more than just uh, tackling sexism. It's about inspiring and encouraging the next generation of young female footballers to get involved in the game, um, breaking down those barriers, um, making them feel like it's an inclusive game for all, um, 
making them feel like, you know, it's not just a man's game. Um, they can enjoy it just as much as boys can. Um, so we've got obviously a, a lot of work to do to um, to break down those barriers that are currently there. A lot of work mm-hmm. to do to try and eradicate the sexist comments that we, we get regularly. Um, but yeah, Her Game 2 um, is people call us a grassroots campaign which i think is really sweet um because it is a campaign that's um founded by football fans based on their own experiences so yeah i mean danielle obviously with being a female going to the football you know people experience it all the time it's still it's still out there isn't it the sexism mm-hmm. it, it hasn't completely changed um certainly from from my point of view i think um the women's game has grown and grown um over especially over the last 2 to 3 years um me and Danielle, we were at the, the ladies game at St. James's Park last season when we got 20-odd thousand in there. Um, it was a fantastic day, wasn't it, Danielle? Just the, the whole thing. Brilliant. It was absolutely fantastic day for for Newcastle United, really, that at last the women are joining under the same umbrella as the men's team. About bloody time. Um, thank God that Mike Ashley's gone because that would, it would never happen ever under his reign. Um, but yeah, f- from a female perspective, I don't just think it's it's for going to the game. It's social media. It's yeah. having an opinion on something that's seen as a man's game. It's oh, go and put the kettle on, or go and put the tea on, or go back in the kitchen where you belong, and all the rest of it. Like, come on, man! Like, we, it's twenty twenty two, and you know, if if the women's Euros isn't proving anything, is that women are, are better, or in some cases, than men at football? So why why shouldn't we have equal opportunities across the sexes? Absolutely, like I'm I'm well behind you, Kaz. I'm well about on board with this completely. Thank you. I've never I've never I mean you know what it is I I don't get it I I don't get the sexism I don't know and I've always said that you know we we've always had female presenters on this show I mean Jade came on and was on before Danielle um, and you know I I don't get why men have to be so obnoxious at times and think well women know nothing about football because they, they do. Uh, it's it's obvious, and the crowds are getting bigger for women's games as well. Um, I've just seen a, a comment come in from Annie. Actually, my distaste for Rovers is vocal, and we we'll leave it at that. Uh, well, there you go. Um, when did it all start, Kaz? Uh, you know, when did the and how did you come up with the idea originally? Um, so. Obviously, as a female fan, there's always been little comments here and there going to games. I go to a lot of Bristol Rovers games home and away, and it's sort of like accumulated over the years, um, all these little comments. But I found that it just um, is something that you kind I kind of accepted being a, a female fan. And I was like, well, you know, that's just football. That's what you get for being a woman going to football. You should expect those comments. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually over the lockdown um, where I... Um, had a really bad experience um, right. where I did nothing like too malicious, but I laughed at Wickham Wanderers getting um, beat heavily in the championship. Um, but that's because Rovers and Wickham have a little bit of a, a history, yep. um, like a little rivalry sort of thing. And it wasn't just me doing it. Like, all Rovers fans are laughing. It's just the way it's been. It's been a bit back and forth. Um, so I laughed at, at them getting beat heavily by Rotherham, I think it was. And um mm. And the the men who commented the same didn't get hardly anything. And then I got this huge pile on. And um, it wasn't just, you know, there were some comments about Bristol Rovers, which is absolutely fine. You know, I know Bristol Rovers aren't the best team in the world. It's not a problem. Um, but it was the it was the sexism, which was just horrendous for me because um a lot of it was about my gender a lot of it a lot of it was about like my female body parts so they would attack like my boobs and um 
they they were getting quite personal about how I looked um, and specifically targeting like my woman body parts, which was um, quite difficult for me to to take on board because I was like, this is now nothing to do with football. This is now to do with me personally and my gender. Um, And so that hit me quite hard. And um, my anxiety from that um, just skyrocketed. I've normally been quite a strong, thick-skinned woman. Mm-hmm. And when I've had um, sexist comments or if I've had abuse online, I've taken it quite well. But this one incident in particular, um, I I went off Twitter, I think, for about an hour. And then I came back and I saw the quote tweets. And when you look and you see like a hundred odd quote tweets, you know that actually something is, is has gone wrong here. Um, yeah, but I yeah. couldn't quite get my head around what I'd actually said that was so offensive. Um, so I ended up just deleting Twitter. Um, I was in tears at some of the comments because they were just awful. Um, I was on my own as well that night. Um, so my boyfriend at the time was out um, or away and I was on my own and I couldn't sleep all night and I was getting really bad anxiety. And a lot of the comments were from Bristol City fans. Um, there were some from Rovers fans as well, which made it hurt even more. Um and then I started to worry, actually, like they're in they're in my hometown, these people, these people that are suddenly really angry at me. And some people were saying like, oh, she's an embarrassment to our fan base and stuff like that, which obviously really hurt. So um, I started to get worried about, OK, what about when I go out and walk the streets? Are people going to say this stuff to my face? And I started getting really, really paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the morning when everyone woke up and people saw the comments because it happened quite late at night. Um, people were coming saying to me, you know, you've said nothing wrong. You've said nothing that a man wouldn't say. And it was people, there were a lot of men that were quoting it saying, why has Kaz got loads of sexist comments for this? Like, what, why? Um, I've people targeted the fact that she's a woman. And then that yeah. got me thinking. Um, and then I did get a lot of support off the back of that, um, which was amazing. And it really did lift me. But I think I stayed off Twitter for two weeks before coming back. And I came back mm-hmm. to like 180 DMs or something because people had seen what, what a lot of people were saying and, and obviously thought, you know, this is outright discrimination. This isn't yep. just yep. about football rivalry. Um so that got me thinking and then after that um i when i had the courage to go back on twitter um then i started to see more and more women i started to notice more women coming out and saying can't have an opinion on football without people representing my gender and i don't know if lockdown made it worse with the fact that more people were online or more people were talking about football online but um, I noticed so many women coming out and saying, like, why are people sexist when I talk about football? Or I won't say an opinion because people will just say it's because I'm a woman. Um, so that's when I thought, OK, let's do something about this, because why are we just accepting it? We don't need to do it anymore. So, yeah. Um, yeah so thanks to that experience, that I had that awful experience. That's what gave the idea. And then um, I started gathering all of these girls from these tweets <laughs> that were appearing on my time. Yeah. Like, I'll have yeah. her on my team. I'll have her. I'll have her. Like, um, and then, yeah. And then from that came her game two, made the video, wow. tweeted it on FA Cup final day. And boom. yeah, I mean, <laughs> what you're seeing there about Twitter, for instance, uh, relates very, very much with probably Danielle as well as myself and Billy. Cause um, we've had horrendous abuse. We still do, to be honest, the, the trolls are always out there. Uh, they're going to be out there and they always will be out there. It's, it's it's how you deal with them. I came off Twitter for a while. Danielle's still off Twitter. She doesn't want to go back. Her, it was causing you horrendous issues, Danielle, wasn't it? It was. I was, t- I was frightened to go to St. James's Park mm-hmm. Um, really didn't th- want to go. My partner forced us to go. I was standing outside the ground where I usually meet, you know, Paul and everybody that I go to the game with. And I was really worried um, that somebody was going to come up and say something. 
Um, in fact, nobody said anything negative. I got loads of support um, from, from people who came up and, and said, but, you know, comments like, oh, she's got a face for radio, you know, all the rest of it for having an opinion on a player. Like, it was just an opinion. It was a throwaway comment. Um, and for me, that was enough to say, look, I put myself on this platform so I know people are going to have a go if they don't like what I say. So I decided then for my own mental health that I'll just stay off Twitter because if I don't see it, you know, I know it happens, but I just don't, I don't want to see it. So that, that was just my decision. But, you know, even now I have an opinion. I'll think twice before I say it. I'm sometimes a little bit nervous when I'm giving an opinion. So sometimes mm-hmm. I'll stutter when I'm talking or I'll, my mind will go blank because I think, am I, am I doing the right thing here? You yes. know. Um, relate to this so well absolutely so yeah I mean the one thing that will never stop me doing is doing this with my friends it'll never stop me going to St James's Park ever again because I'm black and white through and through um and do you know what hopefully honestly it's such an inspiration to me in everything in doing this because it's about time that the, the the tables were turned and things even and that women have just as much right as men to say an opinion or go to a football game and you know I, I'm just a massive admirer of you completely I think what you're doing is amazing Thank but you. the thing is the thing is do we switch it around the other way you know uh, you know ladies football you know if, if they're going to go down that route then it, are we allowed to comment on ladies football if that's the way they feel about ladies mm. talking about men's football you know is it, is it the same the other way around of course it's not it's just these pig-headed people um, and that's what they are. They're just pig-headed, ignorant people, and they always will be that. For because you know it's 2022, and obviously I asked you to come on, Kaz, because I'd been looking through, um, you know, what you've done, and um, then you would, you know, you told me last week you'd been to Parliament and things like that, and mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll, 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 what was that like? I mean, that that must have been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the whole thing has just blown up way quicker than I thought it would. I thought it would take me like five years to get the message out there and partner with one club. So um, I'm completely overwhelmed with the response of it and how many um, clubs are listening and taking it on board. But yeah, the the parliament thing was amazing. Um, So it was um, basically an event for um, women in sport that all of us, all the women that were there had the same aim is to to um oh. promote women's football promote inclusivity and then um inclusivity is that word? um mm-hmm. and then <laughs> that is isn't it mm-hmm. mind blank again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and then um yeah try and eradicate sexism in football as best we can um mm-hmm. so it was a really incredible inspiring event and um I kind of had really bad imposter syndrome. Like, do you ever get that? <laughs> You're just like, what am I doing here? Like, all of these women in this room are just so, so incredible and doing amazing things. And then there's me. And I kind of think, wow, how has this happened? Like, how have I got here? Um, and it was all, it, yeah, it was all just the whole experience as a whole. I mean, like, Parliament's like Hogwarts as well. It was just really incredible being in there. <laughs> um, and yeah, and there were some speeches. And I just came out of it feeling like, I know I'm very motivated already, but I felt like, 10 times more motivated and I'm like yes let's do this let's you know let's do this for the women that want to work in sport and play in sport and yeah like it was it was fantastic and I came away from it with a real buzz and it's great knowing that there are these amazing people in this world that are working so hard most of it voluntarily to to make a positive change it's great yeah 
Um, Michael Marsden, thank you very much again. Uh, eighty nine ninety nine super chat. That is immense. Thank you so much. You are a legend, my friend. Um, and apparently, Stato is cleaning his dishwasher. Um, Stato, uh, Alex, we did send you the link. We we, we thought you disappeared <laughs> off the face of the planet, mate. I don't know whether you knew the show was on or not, but hey ho. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Um, but listen, I mean, it can't, it must like you're saying there about you know what am I doing in this room? You know, full of so many inspirational people, etc. But you're there for a reason, you know. You're, you're there because you're one of those inspirational people, like Danielle said. Um, yeah. and, and Billy, you know, you've been around. You, you know, you're, Billy's like the encyclopedia of Newcastle United and, and football. You remember the days that you know you would hardly see any woman at a football match, uh, and and how times have changed. Um, you know, seeing a lot more women at the games, but you you do still see the comments, don't you? And you know, you've had abuse on Twitter yourself. It, but the gender just doesn't seem to go away, does it? The, 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 if, a, if a woman makes a comment, they get pounced on. I could go back to the 70s and 80s and women at the, at the match were, I don't know, if they were selling programmes, walking around a the pitch, they'd get abuse from the fans. Mm. Didn't matter, you know, it was abhorrent. And that them days should have been well and, well, well and truly gone by now. Um, and a lot of it's down to the actual governing bodies that it hasn't. They should have promoted something way before now. Uh, fantastic on Kaz for starting this campaign up because it's long overdue that someone did. Um, and I believe the governing body should have been doing it way, way, way before this. Um, mm-hmm. The game's kind of advertised as a universal game, which means inclusive for all. Football hasn't been inclusive for all for years and it's finally getting its game on track, but only due to people like Kaz for promoting such a worthy cause, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Um, Tom's got a question, Kaz. Uh, just interested if you've spoken with Newcastle, uh, as they'd surely be supportive of this. Ha- have you sort of spoken to each individual clubs, or is, is that what you do? Or because I've seen, uh, you know, when I've looked on sort of social media and I see um, some, you know, some people that follow you or or whatever, they've got sort of um, like, for instance, hypothetically saying that Rochdale, I'm sort of hashtag her games two representatives. For, for Rochdale. Do you have anybody sort of like that up here? Um, so we haven't got an ambassador yet. So if you know anyone that might be interested, Daniel, <clears throat> you might be interested, like, you know, uh, let me know. So, yeah, the, the recruitment of ambassadors is obviously for us. We started this campaign and the first um, month of starting up the campaign was Literally, I had this massive spreadsheet from clubs at the Premier League all the way down to grassroots level. And as a team, we just were pinging out emails to every single club, letting them know about the campaign, asking Mm -hmm. if they want to work with us. Can we set up a call? And it was so busy. It was quite scary. And then the response from it was amazing. Like We got so many that were willing to to jump on board. And then we got to the point where we're like, okay, this is brilliant. We're getting so many clubs. But we can't keep track of what goes on and all these clubs on our, on our own. So that's where the ambassador comes in. And, um, and then they are the point of contact between her game two and the club. And it just, it it just makes it 10 times easier for us. Um, In terms of Newcastle, um, we obviously reached out to them um, at the very start, but with the bigger clubs, it's, it's harder to get in to that right person. You're kind of, uh, was that when a certain Mike Ashley was running the club? Yeah, it would have been. Oh, yeah. yeah, good luck yeah. with that. So, um, yeah. I think it probably just went to some inquiries email and then we didn't get a response. But they yeah. they did reach out to us, um, which I think is really, really amazing. Um, 
so we we have had something and we've had an initial call with them um but with with some of the bigger clubs in particular like sometimes you could have chats for months and months and months but um i think it's really great that they've come to us rather than us having to mm -hmm. chase them for a response um and it was one of those things like newcastle are in the inbox newcastle are in the inbox like really excited <laughs> like this is amazing um and the call we had with them was great and they yep. spoke about the the women's fixture um, at St. James's Park, which mm -hmm. was um, really amazing. And they wanted to loop her game two into that. Um, but I think it was a little bit short. I can't remember if they did anything. Like maybe we were on the program or something. Um, but it was really quick. And we were like, okay, let's just do another call and then plan something for the upcoming season. Um, but hopefully I can push a partnership with them and then, yeah, get an ambassador on board um, for that and then take that forward, which would be amazing. Well, if I, if I may push Danielle's name forward for that because yeah. she's she's been through pretty much everything you have. Uh, you know, the, when you describe what you've been through, I was mm -hmm. looking up at Danielle nodding her head thinking, wow, this is very strange, surreal. It's like, you know, it's all happened to, to the same person. It, it's, yeah. so, you know, if it's, if it's happening to you, used to, then it's happening to, to, you know, the majority of females who may, who decide they want to make a comment about football. I mean, it, it is ridiculous. It's, it's mm -hmm. got to change and it needs to change. And this is why, you know, I think you need to get your, you know, your voice out there, Kaz, because, you know, it, it's fantastic what you're doing. It really is. And like I said, Danielle's been inspired by it. And I think it inspires other people as well. And, and what I'm seeing now, certainly on social media, Twitter, especially Billy, I don't know whether you'll agree. There's a lot more women, Comment, commenting on the football now on Twitter, you know, whereas before there wasn't. Now, that's not to say that they don't get it hurled back in the face or whatever from these pig-headed idiots, but they are starting to come forward and have conversations with the male supporters as well, all talking about the football. And is that the long-term goal? I mean, what is the long-term goal of her game too, Kaz? Where, where do you see this going? Um, so, obviously, we want to eradicate sexism as much as we can um, we understand that that is a big job and um, we're probably never going to get rid of it fully but we're going to try our very best um, there's so many avenues we want to go down so obviously there is um, there's the, the getting rid of sexism the working with clubs um, to get reporting systems in place um, getting them to make the pledge against sexism um, so they take it seriously um, so we want to see them um, actually take an action against supporters that make these sexist comments and then mm -hmm. you know you think about like um, football fans we all love football and the one thing that like is massively important to us is being able to go to games and watch our team so mm -hmm. if these people are told you know if you make sexist comments or you you touch a woman inappropriately in the stands mm. you, you will be banned from watching your your club play and and, and that is as simple as that. And then that just that little warning to be like, we are against sexism, we won't tolerate it, will make a massive difference to, mm -hmm. to those little comments. So, you know, the physio walking across the pitch and someone shouts, get yeah. your tits up for the lads. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. those little, like... I've, yeah, that, I've wow. seen that. I've, I've heard that <laughs> numerous times, especially sort of, not so much now, but certainly, you know, early 2000s, mm -hmm. 90s, yeah. you know, when the, the female physios were The female lines, the, the linesmen... Um, yep. when, she, when she started, you know, she was getting all kinds of rubbish. Sean Massey? Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't send um, me off. 
<laughs> but I think in terms of the message, I think, you know, before before the game at St. James's Park, we hear a message about racism and how, you know, this is what happened, you know, that Newcastle United don't, don't have any kind of acceptance that, you know, supporters should be behaving in that way. And if anyone is caught using racist language, they'll be ejected from the stadium. We yeah. should have something like that for, for her game too, because it, it, mm. it, it's valid and it's really important. And I think the, the club and the direction we're going is we want to generate a new or encourage a new generation of, of women into mm-hmm. the club and into the ground. And I think it's really important because, you know, this this kind of behaviour with women being frightened to have an opinion just can't continue. We just absolutely can't. Yeah. We need to do something about that quickly. Yeah. yeah. I just um, want to get your opinion, Kaz, because on the flip side of it, um, you've got, um, I think a few times there's been a, a, I don't know what country she's from. She's a female referee, blonde hair, and she was pictured a few times in a video giving a player a yellow card and, um, then sort of just smiling at him, and it was it was made out to be some sort of flirtatious thing. Uh, and then you've got the um, I think she plays for Aston Villa, Alicia somebody. I'm not sure. She's I think she's Danish, um, but she's um, she sort of goes on social media when she's on holiday and parades around in very very small bikinis and things like that. Does that help what you're trying to do, or is that just something that should be the norm? Because men do exactly the same, parading around yeah, on the beach well, in shorts and stuff like that. It's like somebody telling me I can't wear a white and green Newcastle shirt. I wear what I want. Like yeah. I should be able to go on holiday, yeah. and if I want to walk around with nothing on, I walk around with nothing on. Like men do it. Why can't I do it? Like that. Well, yeah. Sometimes you get arrested for that, Danielle. I mean, well, you know. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> yeah, but you know, no, that, that, that's the principle. No, but do, do you know what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's it's wrong because I, 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 quite frankly, if it's a man or woman, I don't care. I mean, that's my attitude on it. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't have this. I don't have a percentage of sexism in me. I, I you know, for one, if I said something wrong, Danielle would slap me. So I'd mm-hmm. be very aware of that. But on a serious note, you know. Can these people be educated, Kaz? Can they actually be sort of... I guess it's like the racists and stuff like that and the homophobes of this world. You know, mm. can you... Is it your... I don't know what... I'm, I mean, can it be changed? Because can these people's opinions be changed to suddenly say, yes, I'm going to start listening to to woman's opinion on football? I think some can, for sure. I mean, we have had a lot of people come forward and say, look, I hold up my, I hold my hands up. I've said things in the past before yeah. that I didn't realise um, were so offensive or how they could be taken. There are people that have um, said, you know, I was like this, then I had a daughter, <laughs> and then they got a different opinion. Um, there are some people that are just beyond help. Um, I saw a tweet the other day, which is from someone that said, um, women should stay at home, stick to the basics and do the pink jobs. <laughs> so oh. people like that, I mean, you just, you just, uh, how can, can you educate ju- these can, people? Can I just ask what, what the hell are the pink jobs? What, what... Oh, he clarified. <laughs> so it's staying home, looking after the kids, doing the washing up. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can't actually hideous. believe there is still people in this world who think like that, like caveman thoughts. You know, mm-hmm. just sort of that's what a woman is there for. Yeah. Um, Theo has mentioned um, uh, Alex Scott doing well, and of course Laura Woods. Now I, I saw mm-hmm. um, something really nice on Twitter last week. Uh, I don't know whether you're aware of her because uh, she's called Sophie. She's an Arsenal fan. She's got a. She's Love got Sophie. Own, she's an absolutely 
lovely, lovely character, lovely personality. Mm. Um, but she does have a disability, and she's been hammered for that by the trolls. And I was so glad that Laura Wood spent a time, you know, accepted our offer to interview, and uh, she spent some time with Laura, got a photo and, a, and an interview with her. Um, and for me, Laura Woods and Alex Scott are probably the two up there that you'd immediately think of success-wise. I think Laura Woods is fantastic on talk sport. It's the only show I listen to because I hate the rest of them. I'll be openly <laughs> honest, after the way they spoke about Newcastle United. But Laura Woods and Ali McCoist, I could listen to them all day. The banter they have, and and Ali McCoist is very strong on the, the sexism as well. And he's, he's, sort of, he's spoken out quite a few times. But it must be amazing to see such people like Laura Woods and Alex Scott doing so well. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And Laura Woods um, is like my idol. I absolutely love her. Um, she's a massive support of the campaign as well, which means a lot to us. She followed us fairly quickly after we launched and showed her support, which was really lovely. And then followed the campaign, followed us individually as well. Um, and she always takes the time to respond. And yeah, she's just great. We haven't quite got into Alex Scott yet, but we're still going to work on it. Um, so fingers crossed we can get to her. But um, yeah, they're both just so amazing. And they're, they're role models. And it is all about that visibility and young girls will be looking at Alex Scott and Laura Woods on TV talking about football and they'll think, I want to be that. And I think it's the same with the, the Lionesses as well. Um, mm. If they do really well in this competition, which I'm sure they will, um, there'll be so many young girls out there that say, I want to grow up and be a Lioness. And that it's, it's things like that, which just I'm getting like goosebumps thinking about it because that's exactly what her game two is about as well. It's like giving those young girls that dream, giving them that visibility, telling them, look, you can do this. This is your game too. Go out there and get it, girl, you know? And it's so important that the likes of Sky and BBC are covering the women's game more. Um, and it's no wonder that the attendances are growing bigger because people can see it and they want to get involved. It's great. Um, well, for me, um, my my uh, 14-year-old daughter, Phoebe, she follows you, Kaz, um, and follows the whole her game too. Um, she... She suffers from horrific anxiety. She she very rarely leaves the house. She can't go to school at the minute. She's she's having real real problems with her mental health. Um, but when I when I told her you were coming on tonight, she was she was really excited. She Aww. she never followed football uh, until she started watching the Euros last year. She was never bothered, and then now she's she's playing FIFA on the Xbox. She's uh, getting the FIFA cards and apps on her phone. Um, she, you know, it's difficult to take it to any friendlies or cup matches at Newcastle because of our anxiety. She, it, it's, you know, it's triggered by a lot of people around her. Mm. Um, and she's a junior magpie. She is a junior magpie. Um, mm -hmm. And my fiance's daughter, my stepdaughter Lily, she's um, she's now just turned around and said she wants to join a girls' football team. Oh, um, Lily. So, but it's it's trying to find one. Um, you know, in the in the local area, um, what advice would you give to sort of, I don't know, between eight year old or younger up to sort of young teenage uh, years? You know, what to expect and how to go about it. You know, sort of don't take any crap from the lads, kind of thing. If they have mixed teams, fair enough. But is it difficult for young girls to get into football? Do you think? I think it is in terms of like, I mean, we have so many reports um, come through on the email from parents that say their, their daughters have been told on the playground that by the boys that it's a man's game. So um, the advice that we would always say is, you know, keep going and believe in yourself because it isn't a man's game. And that's the point of her game too. Um, 
it's it's not like just her game it's it's all of our game and we can all play and we can all get involved and um I would just encourage them just to like you know watch lionesses see how they do it and just believe in yourself you know don't give up on it because some boy on the playground has told you you can't do it because you absolutely can and that's what I'm hoping that um her game two will do is, is we'll keep showing those young girls that there are women out there that are breaking down those barriers and if we can keep doing that and keep sharing like I said earlier about visibility it's huge um so obviously it's really tricky for us because um we're still so new but we are working on education pieces as well that we can deliver into schools and if we can try and change those mindsets of those young boys at that age because it is scary they're thinking that way when they're so young mm. um if we could get into them then hopefully it will be better in the future for young girls that do want to play but yeah absolutely like this is this is your game and if you want to play you get out there and play whether you're out there playing on your own whether you're out there playing with the boys whether you're out there playing with girls just go out there be yourself show off your talent it doesn't matter how good you are either if you feel like you're not as good it doesn't matter you've got to enjoy it and you've got to have fun so um yeah that's what I would say and you know we we're going to keep working hard to make sure that that it's a better future and that there will be those football clubs available um, is something that we're really striving towards is getting some sort of funding so we can help grassroots clubs. Um, so I actually put an order in today um, for a grassroots partner of ours that are really struggling for, um, they needed things like portable benches and um, goal nets and um, just overall training equipment. And with the little money that we have um, at the moment at this stage, we're trying to support these clubs. And hopefully as we grow bigger, we'll be able to help more clubs across the UK um, so that there will be there will be clubs available that won't have to fold due to lack of funds and stuff like that. So it's, it's something we're working on. So we'll keep going. So and it's, it's the perfect time though, isn't it? I mean, the Lionesses playing like they did the other night, it's the perfect time for the girls to get into the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Models like that. Because yeah. the performance they put in against Norway on Tuesday, was the <sighs> best English performance I've seen since 1996. So as any yeah, yeah. English team, well, we, that was amazing, wasn't it? Because we were on a show and then Billy Kimball, <laughs> 1 0, 2 0, 3 0, 4 0. <laughs> wow. But the standard of football was. Oh. oh. Streets ahead of what they meant. Oh, so entertaining. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. I, re I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I hope there was loads and loads of girls across the UK that just felt inspired by it because it was incredible. Is, is this a, a full time business for you now, Kaz? Is this what you actually do? No, no. <laughs> this, this is all in, yeah, this is all in my spare time. It's it is wow. hard. Um, I have um, an amazing group of girls that help me as well. Um, but there is a, a core team of us. There's about six of us um, who do like the the admin work and the emails and the responding on social media. And it yes, yeah, it's just extremely busy. Um, so mm. um, yeah, I came from straight from work today so my full-time job um I ended up working a little bit later today I think I finished at seven drove back quickly Jeez. ate some sushi jumped on here and then when I get off this I've got a load of emails to catch up on for her game too so Dear it's man. fine because it'll be worth it like mm. I'll look back on this hopefully one day it'll be a full-time thing um mm. and I'll look back on it and be like remember all those hours you put in when you were stressed and tired it'll all be worth it so I keep telling myself well, obviously, we won't keep you too long because uh, just I know you're busy. That's the thing. Uh, it's okay. So uh, you're all over the place, to be honest, with the, the emails and it's it's <laughs> unbelievable. But it's it's great in a way because it's it just shows how much it's taken off. Um, I just wanted to ask about schools. Do you ever go? Do you ever contact schools and and talk to them about her game too? 
Um, so this is something we want to do. Obviously, for us, we're all working full time, so it's mm. not something that's possible for us at this stage. But um, that's where the partnership with football clubs, like community trusts, foundations, anything like that, will come in because they go to schools anyway. So if we can um, partner with community trusts and and um, like say like Newcastle Foundation or whatever setup you guys have, um, then they can sort of do that on our behalf, um, and then that saves us obviously duplicating ourselves and traveling around when, I, when we can, physically can't do it at the moment so at the moment we are working on education modules um that we we have an amazing group of teachers um as part of our ambassador team which is great is really useful um so then once we finalize that we'll then start pinging it out to to the trusts of clubs and seeing if they can help us deliver that in schools yeah. because it is really important because i just think it, it you know for to see someone like you going into a school would ins- would probably give massive inspiration to these young girls who maybe feel afraid because I know there's mm. at, at my son's school um there's a an after school club and there's an after school football club on a Tuesday but there's no girls you know mm. and and I think wow you know is that because maybe they just think at that age that football is a man's sport and, and there lies the problem very very early doors you know, it, it would be great to think that, you know, somebody like yourself or whoever was involved in her game too could get into the schools and actually give these young girls a, a big push and a big vote yeah. of confidence to say, yeah, go and play with them, you know, go and, go and join these clubs, get yourself in there and, and become a footballer if that's what your dream is. We would love to. Like, it is one of our dreams to be able to do that when we're in a position to do so. So, yeah, watch this space. Hopefully we can do that at some point. Well, I don't think it's just her game, too. I think that that's everybody. You know, if for me, educating my son that it's OK for, for girls to play football and vice versa. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with it. It's it's a it's it's a game for everyone. And I think that has to come from parents as well and teachers, to be fair. You know, if they're not getting these names into sort of football clubs or football camps and, it, you know, during the, the holidays, then something needs to be addressed, you know, the, the, to, to get them in there. But I just think it, it's fantastic what you're doing. Um, thank you very much for coming on, Kaz. We really do appreciate it. You've thank been you. fantastic. And like I say, what kind of things would you look, if we were to say to you, you know, as a, as a YouTube channel sort of representing Newcastle United, is there anything we could do to help push it a bit more for you? Anything like, I would still say that we're in the raising awareness stage. Um, it's amazing how many people still haven't heard of us. Um, yeah. So anything um, that you can do to, to push the message out there would be incredible. There are some um, channels that do... Um, say like every month they'll have like a a female fan on of their club and then they'll talk about their experiences and I think just women being open and honest about their experiences um is actually very effective because people don't know that it happens Mm -hmm. um or like if you have any um male fans that have um sisters or or daughters that are into it and they want to talk about you know making it a safe space for them i think the the emotional side of of women's experiences is what makes people listen the most um Mm -hmm. so yeah if you if you could get more female fans on to talk about sexism in particular i think that would be really important um and yeah any promo of her game too would be amazing and we don't just partner with football clubs We, we have partnered with 
podcasts and channels as well so if you want to form some sort of partnership and we can like you know talk to each other and absolutely. have ideas and stuff sounds you know. great to me. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah right and then danielle um, will have a we'll have a chat about the ambassador mm-hmm. roles absolutely. i think she, she'd love to do it because i yeah. you know I, I know for a fact she would and she's very strong-willed she'd be very good at it pushing <laughs> the message out as well but absolutely. uh listen you know like i said yeah you've got my contact details on twitter you know yeah. if you want to partner up with this channel we, definitely you know we, we we certainly will any help we can give you no problem at all um and obviously you know danielle's there if uh if you need her for newcastle united because she'd be fantastic yeah. i know she would um Brilliant. but keep doing what you're doing kaz uh we think it's absolutely fantastic and uh we'll, we'll speak again soon but uh, keep up the good work thank you so so much thank you i really appreciate it take care, take care. Thank you. Okay. good thank night kaz Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Just an inspiration. And I think that's why I sort of wanted to come, wanted her to come on tonight because just to show everybody how, you know, brilliant she is at what she does and and how she comes across. Because, you know, when she was talking there about all the horrible things that had happened to her on, um, you know, social media, I was looking at you, Danielle, thinking, wow, it's it's like a mirror image of exactly what happened with you. Mm-hmm. carbon copy of exactly what happened to me and how I felt how she was feeling and I felt like I was on my own a lot of the time even though I had people all around um mm. yeah I, I just think she's amazing and she's made me feel that it isn't just me and if it's happening to me and it's happening to cars how many more women is it happening to and it has to yeah. stop and, and that's the thing it, it has to stop and you know it, it annoys me because um you know I've got a um, where I sit, I've got obviously George sitting in front of us, who's a, a regular viewer on here, and uh, uh, a lady sits next to him. And her husband passed away halfway through last season, so she took his season ticket. And she is the most, I mean, to say she she a lovely lady to talk to before the match. And then when the game starts, <laughs> my God, it's like she turns into this Godzilla-type character who you just wouldn't mess with. And that's what it's all about, you know, being mm-hmm. the same as the men are with the football and just having mm-hmm. a really, really good time um, without having to worry about anything. I mean, you shouldn't have to worry, Danielle, about making no. a comment about ASM and then getting the flack that you did. It's it's just disgusting. I agree. Um, and I think football's got, I think it's football's problem. It is football's problem. It is. Can, it is. It's an entertainment at the end of the day, you know, strip away all the tribal, tribal stuff and that. It's an entertainment. People go to be entertained. If... If you go to a Harry Styles concert, for instance, you're not going to get bad mouthed by men, women, are they? Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It only exactly. happens at football because they see St. James's Park or whatever ground you want in the country. Uh, football fantasy, uh, football as a bastion of male supremacy, if you like. Mm-hmm. It's absolute nonsense. It's got to be. It's got to be stamped out. And it should have been stamped out years ago. To be fair, uh, it's in football's. It's, it's football's responsibility. UEFA, the FA have got yep. to start doing stuff to help these the, the, the women. And, and her game too, and all the campaigns that are there to stop this sex. It has to stop. Yeah, it has to stop. Same with the race. What is, exactly the same. What's an inspiration to me is the fact that she does it like part time. It's not even a full time job. And you know, coming home and doing podcasts and emails and things like that. But I think, I think the thing is, oh, when it happens to you and it puts mm. you in that vulnerable position where you know she said she's she's experiencing anxiety and you, you almost feel like that club that you love so much is. Is, is further away than ever because of something that you said or something that you put on social media. And that I think I think that's a, a kind of fire that keeps her going, that experience. Absolutely. Well, 
listen, I, I just I just hope it keeps going for her and it, it, it you know and Newcastle United get involved. I'd, I would love you to get involved with that, Danielle, because I think you'd be an inspirational um spokesperson for Newcastle United for her game too. There is no doubt about it. it loads of comments have come in uh saying oh Danielle would be absolutely fantastic. So hopefully the trolls you know, would love that, Mike. <laughs> well, listen. Exactly, but the trolls will be trolls. We they're the, the people. Trolls never they're, they're the people we're combating, aren't they? That's the people mm-hmm. who game yeah. too are trying to yeah. you know, stamp out. The, some of them are, are beyond beyond help. They just sit in the dark rooms and sit in front of the keyboards and type away. And uh, you know that these people who don't have profile pictures, they don't have proper names and all of this kind of stuff. We know they're out there. Uh, Zishan, thank you very much for your eight ninety nine super chat. He says, even and just wanted to say. Uh, Kaz, uh, who's just been on, uh, you're doing a fantastic work. Me personally, I don't watch women's football, not because I'm sexist, it's just I don't find it entertaining. Um, he then goes on to say, with another 899 super chat, thank you very much. Following on from my previous comment, with all the good work you were doing and with the momentum women's football, maybe I can change my mind in the future. That's what it's all about. It's you know, it's it's changing people's opinion of it, but it's not just about women's football. This what, what she's trying to do is say it's Football is is not man's or woman's. It's everyone's, everyone's. And, and that's the difference. And that's where the, mm-hmm. the, the big difference is. It's everyone's game. It's not for somebody just to say, oh, it's a man's sport. Give over. You know, th- th- those days are long gone, surely. We're in 2022 now. You know, things have got to change. And I find it staggering that it hasn't, to be honest, in this day and age now. The same for homophobia, the same for racism. It, it It's all got to be cut out. And the thing is with the trolls, they're always going to be there. And I think Kaz knows that. You know that, Danielle. I know that as well as, well as anybody. Billy, mm-hmm. we know that they're not going to go away. They're, they're always going to hang around like a stale smell and it's not going to change. But what we could do is block them out. You know, as if to say, right, we're getting on with what we want to do here, regardless of what your opinion is, because your opinion doesn't count. What we want to do is give these people who are willing to change their opinion an opportunity to learn, you know, and and that's what it's all about. It's it's educational, Billy, isn't it? Indeed, it is. Um, and just for instance, that's, athletics is a sport that men and women participate in. No one kind of kicks up a fist saying that's a man's sport, do they? And it should be yeah. the same with football. Both men and women participate at, fo- at football. It's a, it's a universal sport. Um, and generally, a lot of women I speak to have much more knowledge and opinion, decent opinion, than some of the men I speak to. So, you know, you, you can't kind of, you can't do it anymore. It's, 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 it was a ridiculous thing back then. It's even more ridiculous now. And people should really, if they can't get out of it, don't put the content, just don't go to football. Because it's, it's a universal game. It's for everybody, not just for men. And do you know what it is? Women. We forgot to ask her about bloody Elliot Anderson, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> I did, yeah. Uh... No, she's still in the back. She's still in the green room, actually listening. So that's good. Um, well, next time she, she, we'll get her back on at some stage. I'm sure we'll get uh, some more conversation Absolutely. about that. I just realise she's got a lot. She's got a lot on She's got a lot on her plate. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, and we, we don't want to stand in the way of that. You know, she's given us a good uh, forty odd minutes of her time tonight, straight from work. So um, I think. You know, I think it's she's given us a good idea of what she does, what where she wants to be, where mm-hmm. she wants to take her game to, and. You know, it's getting into the... I think it'll make a massive difference, Daniel, by getting this sort of thing into the big clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it because, it yeah, it's fine, you know, getting the smaller clubs involved, which is fantastic. That starts the growth of it. But then getting into the big clubs, it's what it's all about. And I'm sure, I'm pretty sure that Amanda Staveley would fully back 
what Kaz is doing. One hundred and ten percent. I've got no doubt, no doubt whatsoever. Amanda will want to be all over this. Mm. Um, I mean, let's be honest. You know, she's she's the part owner of the club. There's a mm. woman who is a part owner of the club. So this is all about the direction that this club's going. She's she's making statements all over the place. You know, she's bringing the, the women's team under the same umbrella. She's a, mm. she's she's got them playing at St James's Park in front of twenty two thousand people, etc. So she she will want to be involved with this. This will be you know clo- very close to our heart, I think. And um, and with Amanda, of course, Danielle. You know, we've got the Saudi side of things where people have kicked off about the the, the rights of women yeah. in Saudi Arabia. Now she's been given this opportunity by the Saudis. You know, so for me. You know, we've talked about this a million times since the since the takeover. Is is that when you get in this situation, people learn from each other. So the Saudis will learn from us, and we learn about their culture, etc. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Yes, the human rights need addressed, and that's for politicians to sort out. But they can learn. And and we've had loads of people from Saudi come on this channel and say human rights are improving day by day. Everyone is trying to change. So. The fact that they own the club, I think, is a is a positive thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the Saudis have, have are letting pretty much Amanda run the club. Let's be honest, she she is at the forefront She's of everything face. here. She's the face. She's the face of Newcastle United. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an, and that, such that's, an opportunity for Newcastle United to get on board with this. Absolutely, because this, it, this could make such a difference. Yeah, and it's a big opportunity for you know for Amanda to show that women can be in that sort of position in a man's game. And really push through that women can be involved in it as well. And I think that's why, you know, I, I've got no doubt that, you know, once she finds out about her game too, she'll be jumping on that no problem. And I think um, the Saudis would as well, Paul. I think the Saudis, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, an, it's a, an opportunity for them to show how far they've come forward, I think. Um, we, we see the women's tour, golf tour playing in Saudi last, uh, last winter. Um, mm-hmm. Women's sport is, is getting bigger in Saudi Arabia. I believe they've got a yeah. women's team there themselves now. So yeah. I think the Saudi owners would. Which you know, I think they'd jump all over this. They really would. It's it's a great opportunity for them, and we've got a real troll in the in the in the comments. Mm, great. There's a troll mm. in the comments. Sure. One with a macum, with a macum. Uh... Stick it on, Daniel. I love, likes to I see love these this. Things. Oh, oh no, whatever. And yeah. Wow. Really. You yeah. you've obviously been see, to school and learned how to spell a few words there, yeah. haven't you? Wow. Honestly, th- th- this is the type of person that doesn't belong in Listen, football. It's, you know? it's, it's, it's ignorance and it's, yeah. you know, everybody everybody has a right or a belief that things will get better and will change. And that's not just about Saudi Arabia. We're, we're here talking about women and equality in football. Hmm. So people like Kaz and, and her, t- her game too would not exist if we didn't believe in the longer run that things would change. So I, I just think it's so closed off and it's so like... 50 years ago man just whatever it is it's 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 sad it really mm-hmm. is sad um but you know what it is it's it i just can't wait for for, for this to to really take hold what kaz is doing and if you if you're involved in that daniel that would be incredible um but we as a channel we 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 will certainly be an advocate for kaz and, and partner up with a hundred percent so i'm really looking forward to that mm-hmm. because uh you know, obviously, we'll speak more to Kaz, you know, off air and, and through Twitter, etc. But to get involved with that as a channel, I think it would be fantastic. Um, and if you have a problem with that, then I'm afraid you'd, we're not the channel for you. Um, but I wouldn't think for one minute that any of our subscribers would have a problem with that, to be honest. No. Um, 
But thank you again to Kaz, and uh, there we go. We will keep uh, we will keep uh, a track of how her game two is getting on, and then um, we'll obviously let you know if if Danielle's going to be a, uh, a an ambassador for Newcastle. That would be fantastic, absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if you'll we, get a title, Danielle. You might have a title. Wait, what? Her ladyship Dame of Newcastle. Name <laughs> Danielle of Newcastle. Let's not get carried away now. Yeah. Well, these are the kind of things that you know. These are what, you know, these things that the Queen gives out, you know, not for, these are what people should be awarded for. Actually, mm. you know, well, did doing I something. Did I that I had a dream? Did I remember that dream that I had about yeah. interviewing Amanda, about being yes, an inspirational yes. woman in football? There you go. Yep, yep, I do actually, yeah. Mm. Um, right, let's turn our attention to our old friends at Castore, shall we? Oh, what they've done um, now, what haven't they done? Well, I mean, look... Somebody Nobody messaged me. To... No. Oh. Somebody messaged me earlier on today, or actually it was during a uh, tweet conversation, um, that uh, their friends had ordered a third kit mm-hmm. and uh, a package arrived from Castore today and it was a McLaren F1 shirt. Now That's the, pit. That's the pits. You know, it, it, it's... it's... <laughs> it is the pits, Billy. It's, it's just, you know, it, it's terrible. <laughs> Uh, it's 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 just <laughs> lacking any sort of ignition. You know what I mean? It's just it's poor. But you know, seriously, how long have we got to put up with this crap for? I mean, seriously, I, I've emailed them now three times and I've got no reply. Absolutely nothing. Um, and and what gets me is uh, oh, we've got a new member coming in there, Rita Waters. Thank you very much, Rita, okay. for becoming a member of the Tune Review. Thank you so much, and welcome to the family. Um, you have to email concierge at the I mean they've got a concierge on email that doesn't make any bloody sense so this concierge it's not going to be obviously one person dressed in a butler's outfit is it it's going to be like 50 odd staff of course it is but I tell you what they're making themselves look like absolute twats right now and Mm. uh, you know across the whole country you know we're not the only club that is struggling with Castoria but Mm -hmm. you know what it's just getting the farce it's a it's be we're a laughing stock, a laughing stock, because other people are reading these tweets all the time and thinking, bloody hell, you know, Newcastle United getting tops with no sponsors on, stitching's falling out, and all of this. And now I've washed mine and I seem to have these sort of marks on it, you know, like dark marks, and I don't know what they are. I washed these so- yes, last night. On its own, in the washing machine, by the way, because I didn't want to take any risks with anything. Yeah. Come out beautiful. Mm-hmm. So mine was all right. Not but I, had, I had a look at the uh, takeover uh, show earlier. I did a bit of reminiscing. Oh, ben said, we were talking about Castore. Ben was saying something about Castore. And we think, you know, he was saying they could be in for the long run because they joined under Ashley, but with the logo of New Beginning, New Star. Did they know something then as regards to takeover? And are they linked to the, the consortium? We don't know. Mm. Um, let's hope not, but. It's not impossible to think that, is it? Look, uh, I think the problem I've got is all these supporters coming at you saying, oh, it's nothing to do with the football club. It is. It is to do with the football club. They are Newcastle United's kit supplier. They are linked to Newcastle United. They represent Newcastle United when they're sending all these goddamn stupid shirts out. From a reputational perspective, they're absolutely linked. So, you know, if, if all of a sudden, for example, which is... You know, like say, my dad starts to get 50,000 DMs. Don't DM him anyone, okay? But 
saying my shirt's this, this is what's happened, etc., etc., then there's going to be a problem, isn't there? There will be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's not technically, is it the Newcastle United shop or is it Castore? Like, what is it? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I've got an email knows, today ask, to, showing about the, the new Newcastle United golf collection. Oh, I, I've but, seen that. Mm, but irrespective, Castaway are dragging Newcastle United's reputation down with the way they're behaving. Yeah, that's from a reputational perspective, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Um, Ryan's asking where you can get Kaz's socials. It's in the description, mate. I'm pretty sure I'll put it in the description. Uh, if I haven't, I will. Um, but if you just look for uh, uh, her game too, you'll find Kaz uh, 100% on there. Uh, Renia says 100% Paul parents must lay the foundation uh, Daniil says early encouragement required for girls to take up football after school clubs would be ideal mm. uh, Greg says there's no way women are better at football than some men Why not? that's irrelevant why, why can't they be why can't they be I'll tell you, I'll tell you something um, let's, let's say uh, Ellen White she's better than me there's one there's a lot of women better at football than me Ellen White's better than Chris Wood <laughs> uh, listen, uh, um. I know <laughs> you might not be wrong, Bill. Uh, Adrian Black, thank you for becoming a new member of the Tune Review. Welcome to the family, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, if you are enjoying tonight's show, guys, and you're new to the channel, please do hit the subscribe button um, and uh, also the notification bell. Uh, we've got two shows coming up for you tomorrow. Uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, Three thirty tomorrow, we've got the um, the match review. Uh, so we'll all be sitting watching YouTube. We'll all be bantering on WhatsApp saying how crap somebody is and all of this. And then uh, <laughs> hopefully what a what a brilliant win, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll be doing a, a match review uh, for about 45 minutes and an hour straight after the game. And then, of course, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, we've got uh, TTR Friday as well. So uh, beginning your weekend with a really good laugh as well. Um, keep up the good work, Kaz, says Dave. Marcus Joking apart, Paul, can I just say... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, go on. Can I just say... Um... All right, someone's saying women aren't better than men at football. Women don't play against men at football. It's it's women play against women. So it's a, it's a ridiculous comment to make in the first place. You can't compare women and men in sports that don't compete against each other. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Davey, I think you got the wrong channel, mate. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, well done, Cars, and great interview, TTR, says Matt. Thank you very much, Matt. Uh, Glenn says, my eight-year-old niece goes to footy matches and loves it. Yeah, there is lots of lots of girls going now. Uh, mm-hmm. Young girls going with the dads. Um, it was always, you know, back in the day, it used to be always sort of, you know, dads, and it was the sons, wasn't it? It was the sons that they wanted to take to the match and, and so on and so on. And, and you know what? I, I, I'm guilty of that because when when I found out I was having Ben, I was thinking, oh, Ben, you know, so take me son to the football. But my two girls at the time had zero interest in football. The, you know, they weren't bothered. Um, but now, now Phoebe's sort of well into it, uh, and Ben um, is starting to get there. You know, he's he's, he's starting to say, you know, am am I going to football with your dad, or are we going oh, back? He's so cute, um, though, isn't he? Oh. He is, and he, but he doesn't quite understand that he, you know, if it's a league match and season tickets and stuff, and that it's a sellout. Oh, yeah. he, he, mm-hmm. um, I'm having to explain that, you know, when I told him we were playing, um, he was coming to see the Athletic Bilbao game. Uh, he said, "Oh, we're going to Spain," so he knew where Bilbao was. <laughs> Bless him. He's, you know, 10-year-old, he knows where Bill Bow was. Uh, his 20-year-old <laughs> sister hasn't a bloody clue where Bill Bow is. So, well done to Ben for that. Um, but, you know, he's, he's looking forward to it. Uh, Ryan Sweeney, thanks for your £10 super chat, buddy. Uh, really appreciate that. He says, uh, 
Ryan Sweeney in the house. Good evening, all. Um, uh, oh, it's God, it's odd, isn't it? Because, I mean, all the females in my family have no interest in football whatsoever. And kind yeah. of mid to late 90s, a ladette culture came out, didn't it? Where girls did like football. The Spice Girls came out wearing football kits. And my sister started watching football then. Um, although she did support Liverpool, but besides the point. You know, and that led it, that led it culture brought a whole new audience to football, and that's mm-hmm. I think this is where the, the, the increase in female watchers and spectators and players yeah. of the game is where it's come from. Absolutely, and some men yeah. are educated enough to, to handle it, it's ridiculous. Some men ain't educated, full stop, Billy. But uh, I agree, I you agree. know, the, the, I just I just find all these like people who are still sort of sexist, racist, homophobic, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get the hatred, I don't get the I don't get the point they're trying to make, you know. Um, I, I just don't. It's it, it's like that stupid bloody Fred West lookalike who tied himself to a post at Everton. I don't get what he's trying to do. If he's if he's trying to, you know, get his voice across, it's completely the wrong way of doing it. He's you know trying what I mean? to stop the oil pole. Well, yeah, but it, it it's done the wrong way. That's that's my point. Yeah. It, you know, tying yourself to a goalpost or sitting in front of an F1 track. I would have just left him there myself. Ah, oh, man. You know, I mean, those ones that walk in front of the bloody put on the track at the F1. I mean, you know, that that's just suicidal. You know what I mean? You've got cars <laughs> blistering past you at 180 mile an hour, and then they suddenly see these what I can only describe as knobheads <laughs> sitting on the track. Uh, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, Mickey says, uh, I can. I find people like Kaz really inspirational. Uh, just normal people passionate about making change. Great campaign. Uh, mm-hmm. Rachel says, uh, the sexist comments I used to get at some matches in the 90s was ridiculous. Uh, but being in the 90s, uh, I just took it and said nothing. Times have changed, in my opinion, that women bite back now on the whole. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Quite well, uh, and, and, and Yeah, quite rightly so. And, and they've got to have a voice. Simple as that. Um, P. Keith says, your family would stick up for you, Danielle. Um, Chris says PSG have agreed terms with the uh, player and the agent, but they don't want to pay the same fee to the club that Newcastle agreed to. They're talking about uh, Ekatike. Yeah, he's uh, don't bother. Can't, can't be bothered with him. Uh, Rachel says, but it shouldn't be happening now. Absolutely. Um, uh, Jack says, agreed. My daughter came home today telling me the same story about why the girls didn't join in with the boys at school in break times. Boys response because they will get snapped. That means megged. Well, if they get if they get men get megged as well. To be honest, um, Basil Brush has become a new member of the channel, guys. Mm. Is that <laughs> I can't confirm or deny at this point. Yes. I don't know what he's doing yes. downstairs. Indeed, I find uh, out. Indeed, uh, welcome to the family, Basil. <laughs> uh, oh, look who's joining us. Uh, Hello, uh, Alex. We, we did think you'd gone away because you know, uh, no messages from you. You know, no, nothing to say where you were. Uh, you know, we thought you'd left the country again. And uh, when you, I mean, you know, what is it? What is your excuse for not being on this show tonight? I didn't think I, I was on tonight. I thought it was you guys with the her game two thing. I didn't think there was like five. Well, it is, on. but obviously we want everybody's opinion on it. You know, just uh, no, that'd have been great. That's I what we tried to push as a channel. Yeah, as soon as you read my message out, I was like, oh, 
because like, it would have been nice to have a conversation about that because it's very important. Um, <laughs> very interesting. Well, it's which very is nice to know. Too. Nice to know you were cleaning your dishwasher, mate. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> well, I was connecting it all up. It was, the new dishwasher leaked everywhere and had to sort oh, that all up today. And I yeah, I've, ju- I've just had to order a new uh, cooker today as well. <laughs> very busy. Oh. Got new, new glasses and everything. It's been very yes. busy. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. What's with the Spectacarlos? Are, are you uh, losing your eyesight? I'm blind as a bat. I lost them at the start of the pandemic, and I've only just got them back. Um, so you've been blind for two years. Nah, it's fine. I'm just a little bit short-sighted. It just helps when I'm um, if I'm watching like TV medium distance or something. So um, what did you, what did you think of Kaz anyway? What, what's your opinion on the whole thing, Alex? Yeah, it's 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 very very important. Um, it's important to have voices in place and people who are, who are connected to things. I definitely think. It should be, there should be some connections with the clubs themselves as well, and and coordinate, and um, it's great, and that the Euros is helping with that because the the quality is is impressive. Um, the game against Norway was was very good. It's, it wasn't just, you know, we say we say fast for a big man. They weren't just good for women. They were there was some outrageously good technical skills in that. Some of the mm-hmm. first touches and things like that it was it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant to watch. Um, so it's you know it's just it's just like watching just watching football. It doesn't matter who yeah. it is. Um, great great comment there from Jack. Uh, it's great. I've never heard of this the website, and I will pass this on to my daughter and her mates to look at. And that's the whole point of what I wanted to bring Cat on for tonight was to get the awareness out amongst. Um, you know, I know that there's a lot of uh, women watch this channel. I know there is, and it's it's really good that they they feel confident to come in the chat as well during the shows and make comments, um, which is fantastic. Uh, but for those ones that do watch and don't feel like they, they can comment in case they're, you know, being shot down, which they would never do on here, you know, it's great that they've got, they can go and have a look at what Kaz is doing and, and try and get involved in some way. Um, so, yeah, it's great that you're doing that, Jack. It's going to, um, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, everyone should enjoy the sport they like. Some people watch golf, cycling, cricket, whatever. Just enjoy it. Um Sean says, me and my mum had a season ticket from the mid-90s till the mid-noughties. Uh, we used to get our season tickets through the Super 7. Uh, they used to do. Uh, back in the day, mum is banging the football. Brilliant. Great. And that's what we want. Um, the woman I am now would not put up with sexist comments. Indeed, well said, Rachel. Rachel. Indeed. Uh, Tom says, women's football is as entertaining as men's football when you go and watch. Uh, you just, you're just watching exactly, football. Exactly, Tom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. we felt when we went to the women's game, didn't we? We just felt like it was just watching my team, watching Newcastle United. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, and it was. It was It was brilliant. And mm-hmm. how many men were at that game? Lords. Mm-hmm. Which, is great. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, just to let you know, guys, uh, we have new merch. <gasps> ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> Now we've we've had the demos through today, um, and uh, these are going on the web. Well, one of them's already on the web- website. This one, phone case. Ooh. There you go. Uh, I have one right now on my Telefonica device. You can't uh, see it because you ma- took, you've got the picture there. <laughs> oh, <bollocks>. Jason. <laughs> oh, that's gorgeous. Go. That's brilliant. I love yeah, that's that. Nice. Um, no good for my Android mind. Why? 
Because it's an Xbox. <laughs> Jason? No, 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 Billy. No, Billy. There's the special thing about it. We cater oh, for all, most of the makes and models of phones. Oh. Uh, so if you go onto the website and when you uh, check out, if you go, make sure you view your cart before you check out and where mm-hmm. the special instruction box is, you just mm-hmm. type your make and model of your phone. Uh, now, we've had a list through from the supplier and pretty much every every phone known to man is on there. So put Brilliant. your make and model of your phone down. Uh, it's just at one price for any phone. It uh, doesn't matter what phone it is. It's just one price. Uh, that's on the website now. Um, and I believe Susan's sending an order off to the supplier tomorrow night. Um, so if you want one, they're there. Uh, these will be on later tonight as well. People have been asking for a bottle opener key ring. There you go. Class. Wow, that's fantastic. Uh, I, I've got one of them on my keyring now because I've pinched all the, the samples that we got through today. So um, <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, obviously, keyring bottle opener. It's there for everybody now. It will be on the website later on tonight. And a normal keyring uh, with the Tune Review logo on the front and uh, the football indentation on the back. Uh, so they will be available on the website, which is right here. So let's get down, let's get down to business. So there you go, people. That is there for everybody uh, at the tunereview.co.uk. As I say, the key rings will be on there. Uh, I'm immediately going off on the website uh, after the show and we'll uh, do them. Uh, I would have put them on before, but it took me uh, literally all my life to put Tom's new uh, blog up there, um, which is fantastic. Just to remind you of that, Tom's put another blog on there, The History of St. James's Park. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic read. Brilliant photos on there. Well done, Tom. Um, and it, it just, you know, take you back down memory lane, if you like, how it all began at St. James's, and then the photos over the years of St. James's Park being built up and built up into what it is now. You know, remembering the old wooden state, wooden stand, you know, the Milburn stand was what a ramshackle stand, you know, with the terrace and underneath and everything like that. And it, it's just incredible to see uh, what a turnaround it is now. Um, so it, it, it's brilliant, absolutely fantastic. He's got um, a fantastic writing style as well, Tom. As he keeps you, keeps you in, doesn't he? Oh, he keeps you in. Um, we are waiting for Alex's blog as well, but you know, uh, we're waiting a lot on Alex. I mean, he's uh, he's he's, he's, he's what, what I mean, it's a dog. Oh, she's beautiful. Distract with the dog quick. Well, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just very busy at the moment. Very, you, can very, say, very busy. you can see my lazy sod over my shoulder there. Just chilling out. She doesn't like me at the minute because I keep checking to see if she's in season because I found a little, I found a boyfriend for her. Um, so we're going to get puppies um, when she comes into season, but she doesn't like how I have to find out. Uh, but, you know, bless oh, her. Oh, bless her. Oh, no. A bit intrusive, but, isn't it, I guess. Yeah, it is, you know, but look, the, the problem is Golden Retrievers are such clean dogs. When they come into season, it's very difficult to tell, um, you know, because they clean themselves all the time. So it involves something else to find out if they're in season. And she, oh, bless her, she, 
Christ. she doesn't like it, but uh, no wonder she doesn't like it. I suppose you don't like it, it's horrible, isn't it? That is mm. oh, I, I, listen, you've got you got to do what you got to do, you got to do, you know what I mean. Um, yes. I like coffee, says Paul. Can we see Doggo? Well, you can, she's a bit dark, but uh, she's just chilling she's out, man, she's just chilling. Um, I think actually, me and me and Alex may well have the most beautiful dogs in the world, to be fair. Um, I, I, I do think so. Uh, Tony says you should get an MBE, Danielle. Um, oh, after you know, once you become very a... doubtful, but thank you, Alex. What's your thoughts on um, Danielle working for her game too as an ambassador for Newcastle? Would you be good at it? Do you think? I think it'd be great, absolutely great. I mean, good experience on on the channel, and it's it's just important to to keep pushing, to keep pushing in this in this area. Um, it's it's. Yeah, there's a lot of prejudices and biases to, to, to try and stamp out in the game. Um, you know, whether it's age, race, gender, it's, it's just supposed to be about, you know, professional or people trying to become professional athletes as their hobby or job and showing off their skills and then people watching it as entertainment as it is as an industry. Hmm. It shouldn't matter. All the rest, that's it. That should all, that's all it should be. Yeah. Um, and regardless of who, what, where, you know, it's um, it, it is a bit silly, and it's something I'm personally invested in as well. Because my my niece is in the Australia setup over in, um, well, Australia, um, so it'd be nice to see to see that improve over there, and you know, maybe one day she could find herself back in back in the UK, UK playing for a for, for a team, which would be very nice. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'd support. Yeah, Danielle, you definitely go for go for anything you can get your hands on and support and fight for what you believe mm-hmm. in you're very passionate anyway so it's um it's a good fit it's, it's an appropriate direction i think definitely Thanks. uh dominic says what a lot of tosh saying women are not better than men as billy said you should have watched the england match the other night how oh. did your family like that game alex considering <laughs> they were norwegian all the, all the norwegian family went out in the garden after about two nil and every like few minutes they kept coming back in and we were like it's three it's four, well, yeah. it's five, and they were like, "What?" It was it was hilarious. It was so funny. Yeah, um, Billy, Billy just kept going. It's one nil. It's two nil. It's it three nil. Four nil. And I'm so thinking, good. bloody hell! Some of the goals as Madness. well. Wow. And the, wor- the worst person at, at the whole spectacle, funnily enough, talking about the whole the whole gender thing, was was the was the male coach of Norway who was so tactically inept. Bless him. They needed a formation change twenty minutes in. Because they were getting absolutely dominated in that midfield. Some of the goals he England just, scored though were, were just fantastic. Though, but it was very clear really how good. we were going to attack with the talent yeah. with Mead and stuff, and he just wouldn't change things. He was. It was funny because all things. the pundits were saying, "Oh, um, it'll be a tough game for England. It'll be a draw, and, and this oh, and that." Yeah. And mm-hmm. England go and do what they did. Uh, David Smith, thank you for your four pound forty nine super chat. <laughs> he says Tom's article is excellent. Brought back lots of memories of someone who watched most of his matches from the old popular side. Yeah, just seeing the stands. I mean, um, he, he, there was some other photos on there from the old Gallagher where the old toilets were and stuff like that, which oh, no. I only had a certain amount oh. of space to put things on. So I, I had to leave a couple of photos out. Um, good. But yeah, the, the sort of <laughs> men's sign sort of painted on the wall and then just just the urinal just was just Got basically a pipe. Ah, you'll never get rid of that smell, Billy. Not in a million years. Um <laughs> 
It, it, <laughs> just reminded was... me as well the before and afters. It's slightly slightly different topic, but it's kind of a before and after thing. Have you seen that picture of uh, the lads getting off the tour buses in Austria, and then they showed uh, last season of Carl Darlow getting off in the rain in York and like it, some... yeah, <laughs> but they get off an executive coach oh, and then they are getting God. off a minibus in York. That it, it yeah. just it, it, it's just so different, man. Um, Rita says it's great that the tune review has highlighted it's her game too. Never heard about it until tonight. Uh, football fan all my life, and yes, us women do know what we're talking about when it comes to football. Absolutely, well Rita, thank you very 100%. much. Um, 100%. you know, I've just I've been following Kaz for a while, and um, you know, just looking at sort of how she's been growing it and, and seeing her comments about going to parliament and all this kind of stuff, and um, and then seeing some some other women's uh accounts come up with her game two hashtagged in it and you know saying um club ambassador for uh whoever it may be for her game two and i thought do you know what i don't think many people up here will probably be aware of it uh so it'd be great to get her on and as soon as i asked her she she, she came straight back and says yeah that'd be fantastic um it was just trying to find a, a spot to get her in because mm. uh it was over a week and a half ago that um, she said she'd come on, and it was just the first opportunity tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Was the first chance we had to get her on because, like she said, it's it's constant, it's 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 massive, and it will grow bigger. Um, uh, and I ho- I really do hope it turns into a full time job for her because I think you she know that the more it. people she I gets think, on board, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, where are all the signings for Britzio Romano? Hasn't reported on us in weeks. Look, uh, can I address something here? Danielle, you were annoyed yesterday, and no doubt it may come up on TTR uh, Friday in your special rant corner. But mm. I'm just going to say something as well. Um, Mandy's Mags, what on earth are you doing? Right, That tweet was, was beyond a joke. Right, It was pathetic to put out something like that and to tag the owner in it, or, you know, me or dad. I mean, what the hell were you thinking? Why are you doing that and why are any supporters doing that you know these guys have saved us let's not forget that they've saved us from pure utter misery F- nearly 15 years of pure utter misery by the way mm-hmm. and things take time to grow and we said this when we were taken over and amanda said it herself or no sorry me and dad did slow but steady Right now, what is so hard to comprehend about slow but steady? You know, it's not going to transform in a January window and a summer window. There is a lot at this football club that is not right and hasn't been right for a very long time, not just on the playing side, it's everything right from the bottom all the way. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. Danielle. And Mm -hmm. these people tweeting the owners saying, Oh, we're having a crap transfer window, it's terrible summer. What are you thinking? I would suggest that Mandy's Mags has an agenda and isn't even a Newcastle United supporter, but Mm. a jealous of the team supporter. But to be fair, Bill, we've seen this from other other Newcastle fans. Definitely, yeah. And seeing how bad the transfer window's been, I mean, do you actually know what's going on behind the scenes? Do you know how difficult the negotiations are to bring in these players? No, they think it's like football manager. Honestly, well, exactly. They think they're on FIFA or Football Manager and it's just mm. easy. Oh, let's just do this. Mm-hmm. You know, there is so Wait, don't many... Tag, don't tag the owners in. Don't embarrass yourself. You know, I hate to labour yeah. point, but all these ITKs are also kind of increasing the, the panic amongst fans. Mm. Let's well, be honest. Yes, I, I agree that a lot of people out there are 
you know, it it, it it's just a, it's a snowball effect. But yeah. when you were actually copying the owners into tweets saying we've had a terrible transfer summer, terrible. Do you mm-hmm. know what? If we were to start the season now, I'd be happy with who we've got because we finished mm-hmm. the season. <laughs> let's be honest with a decent squad. We couldn't even get Hamza Chowdhury last summer. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Alex, what do you think of this? I mean, it's get it, it is beyond a joke. These 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 people are just numb nuts. Yeah, it's it's um, again, it's people that don't understand football. This is why this is exactly why I do what I do, because there are so many people who are armchair managers and will watch bits of match of the day. They'll watch maybe five to ten games a season, um, and they just they just haven't got a clue. And they will just basically just go off goals or assists or a couple of performances or what somebody else has said that they're friends with. And it's just very limited and they will they will force opinions. Um, and, and and this is obviously in, in, in regard to people criticising the transfer window so far and then tagging owners and being stupid about it. Um, you know, no, absolutely no regard for like Nick Pope and the underlying statistics or Matt Target or... Um, the fact that we've been tr- we have been trying very hard, we've been very aggressive in the transfer window. It's maybe not gone according to plan, but we're trying very hard. I mean, what mm-hmm. what do they want? What do they want us to do? What do they want the owners to do? Um, it's it's very nice that we've got very open and transparent owners at the moment. And if people stop, if if people don't play nicely, they might take a step back in the future. If this persists and they 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 get a lot a lot of it we might not get them tweeting. We might not get as much interaction and it would be a shame because it would be spoiling it for everybody who, who cares. Um, so f- fingers crossed it's, um, it's a minority and fingers crossed the owners recognize it's a minority and they don't sort of, you know, step back because it's lovely that they're so involved because it's by them being so directly involved, we get nice little things like Jamie Rubin with the food bank and little mm-hmm. things like that come about because of that transparency. And it would be a shame to lose things like that. So it is important. I mean, look, there's so many important factors of, of what they had to deal with when they took over the football club last year. You know, we, we just see from the outside, we don't see the internal mess that the club was in, you know, the stadium run down, you know, let's be honest. It was yeah. run down. Dead um, pigeons in the dead pigeons. And the, well, there's pictures. There's, there's a few photos on, on. um There's a few photos on Tom's blog on the website, which has got you know towards the end where you know Mike Ashley was, you know, towards the end of his tenure, you know, damp on the walls and all all that sort of stuff, and you know, cables hanging mm-hmm. through the ceiling and things like mm-hmm. that, you know. But you've got to look at the administration side as well. That wouldn't have been run properly, not in a million years. Paperwork would have needed to be sorted out. Amanda, you know, said, it, Amanda said it herself. She yeah. said that when they took over, there was, a, I think it was in our interview on the YouTube channel, that there was a lot more that needed to be done than what they thought when they walked in. It wasn't a case of, right, yeah. let's just day one, let's just start getting down to business. It was, hang on, what, what's been going on here? Um, so, yeah, I think there was a lot of that. But also, when we're talking about people, I've seen a lot of comments saying, oh, why don't we just go and get Oshman or whatever? What if they don't want to come to Newcastle because it, what, we're not in Europe? We're not in Europe. What happens then? Like, there's no divine right. Let's not go down. Um, actually, I'll leave this for tomorrow. But you know, let let's not be like Man United fans, people. We have and no divine honest, right or divine expectation to get any kind of player. They're having to deal with that tax case that Moikashi's left them as well, aren't they? Oh, at the precise moment. 
which ain't you know, good. It, but it's the academy as well. It's the training Ooh. ground. All of it. There's so much that people don't know and don't see. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it has Especially to stop in recent managing. weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are forgetting that they had to completely redo uh, preseason games. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. meant to be in America. That's all been yes. redone last minute. So they're yep. doing a cracking job across all areas. It's it's mm. very difficult what they're trying to what they're trying to do. There's so many so many balls in the air all at the same time. And I'm, uh, I'm sure they probably don't have. Um, well, maybe people correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure they've probably not got the full staff that maybe they would want. I would imagine in two, in I don't know three to five years time they would want more people on the team regarding like marketing, advertising, administrators just to just to cover all of these additional things. They're probably not as fully staffed as they maybe they would like to be so dealing with all this extra stuff is probably very difficult yeah yeah um uh black spiral says i mean the bottle opener is nice but where's the tea towel i mean that's just a missed trick suzette <laughs> and the tin opener Billy, that's not happening mate i'm sorry to disappoint you but it's it's really not happening uh alex i believe you've got to go uh, you, you've got to take the dishwasher got out in the car. Deadlines, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, no Before bother, mate. Well, uh, we are. I don't know whether you've seen, you know, but we are live at uh, three thirty tomorrow afternoon, mate, uh, with the match review. Yeah, no, that'll be. Uh, that'll and then, be and then again at eight o'clock. Oh wow! For TTR Friday. Busy? Yes, busy. I do. So I do have a very well. I can't. I can't use it anymore because I'm going to say it now, very quickly. If you if you really don't mind, because it's really irked me. So yeah. somebody's deleted their Twitter. I think possibly blocked me. It was a doctor. It was an Italian doctor, <laughs> the being sports presenter. Yeah, cool. I'm sure some people have talked about this. Some people have seen it on Twitter, who was <laughs> called. He called us Newcastle FC on Twitter. Yeah, and I picked him up about picked him up on it and. Um, and he, he was trying to argue with every single fan that Manchester United is the United and it's fine. And it's not fine. It's disrespectful to Leeds, Sheffield, you know. I mean, who else? We've got West Ham United. There's so many United. You can't just you can't just say you can't just add football club and exclude United because you think Manchester United are, are the only team worthy of that. It's it's ridiculous. So and I think he's uh, he's since deleted everything because I was gonna use it for tomorrow, but he's scarpered back under his little um Little well, you'll, you'll have to think of something. By the way, what is your little section called now? What what are we calling it? Shame by Stato. Shame by Stato. So he was going to get by... shamed, but he's all, he's already felt Shame. ashamed and he's deleted everything. So, yeah. well, it's, it's again Italian journalists and presenters. This this transfer window, they have been so absurd. It's bizarre. Some of the things they've come out with is, is outrageous. They're just trying to tilt English fan bases, English media. It's very peculiar. It's very odd. I'm sure they've burnt a lot of bridges, probably professionally as well. Well, time will tell on that one. But uh, listen, get yourself away. Enjoy your romantic drive with your dishwasher. I um, will. I will catch you guys tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow afternoon, buddy. Take care. See you, Alex. There he goes. Off to take his dishwasher for a nice glass of wine and a spin in the car. Um, <laughs> I'm sure we'll really enjoy that. Uh, right. Let's have a look at a few, a couple of comments before we go. Um, there's flies. God, do you know what it is? I hate the, I, 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 <laughs> and I'm not kidding, right? I went out to ring Susan the other night after the show, after the uh, fan forum, right? And I'm sitting there outside, enjoying cooling down a little bit, and two bats flew around my head. <laughs> it's because I, it's because I live opposite a, a big wood, so mm-hmm. you know they just come out of there on a nighttime thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it, it's clear what they want to do. They have an agenda. An agenda, <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, they lost one, didn't they? That's why they're all out for you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Julie wants a tune review shopping bag. Susan! <laughs> there you go. Uh, that should be it. Can you imagine that being a text alert? Yeah. <laughs> Although then again, if any bloke gets it and then suddenly like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> they're in a they're in a queue in the shop with a wife, and suddenly they hear like Susan coming from the phone. I, I, I yeah, no, let's just forget I said that to be honest. Uh, Ada says it's easy to tell if your bitch is in season. The vulva is more prominent. Uh, you don't drop yes. a Volvo, dear. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is what the breeder told me yesterday as well. So I appreciate that advice. Oh, um, poor Elsie. Yeah, but I also have to do something with a cotton bud. Um, oh, so course. you know. Oh, Elsie. Oh. Listen. Now Dixie's you know? come now because she's fuming. Dixie's heard what you said. Yeah, 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 I know, but I, I, I want puppies, Daniel. Oh. Can you imagine me lifting a little white puppy up to say, to say hello to everybody? I should be a good man, will Elsie? Well, I see that. Oh. oh, I love her, man. She's probably me best. I can't go anywhere without her by my side, man. She's just, you know, anywhere. But that's you what watch, having the dogs all about. Watch a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday because the heat's going to be horrendous. And oh, God. Can't take the coats off, can they? But do you know what? I watched it. I mean, this has nothing to do with football. And apologies, guys. But, you know, you might learn something. Um, Seattle Geordie's just throwing in a $10 super chat. So thank you very much, guy. Um, Seattle Geordie. I'd love to know what his proper name is. Uh, great show as always. Love the game or hate football. The team is the town and the town is the team. And love or hate the new owners, but they have literally saved this team. Hence the town as well. Absolutely, mate. Well said. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Nothing football related, you said. No, no, I was watching a video about the dogs and obviously the, the, the heat coming up. Um, mm. And a lot of uh, people think, oh, I'll shave me dog, you know, shave the hair oh, and let it no. be a bit cooler. You don't because no. they've got an undercoat which actually cools them down. I didn't realise that. And... Mm. When the pants so much, it just means they're keeping cool. So it's nothing to worry mm. about. But any of these bozos leaving dogs in cars or taking them out in the middle of the afternoon when in the blazing heat, you need your head red, right? Uh, you just don't do that. Um, so uh, lo love to open my largies with one of those openers. Well, they'll be on the website. I reckon it's half nine now. By 10.30 tonight, they'll be on the website. And I think Susan's putting an order in around 10 p.m. tomorrow night. So we'll remind you a few times tomorrow as well. Uh, if you want the phone case or the key rings. Um, Rachel says, 100% women do need more of a voice. I'll support the channel and Danielle all the way in promoting this. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I might start putting the hashtag her game too somewhere on the screen, you know, when we're broadcasting. So um, yeah, it just idea. brings awareness. Um, uh, I, I, I'm just massively in favor of it. You know, I'm, I, I really am. Okay. It's, it's something I'm quite passionate about. So um, that's why I wanted to bring Kaz on and, um, you know, Susan knows what I'm like. You know, if I hear mm. any sort of sexism, I hate it. I, I really do. Mm. Um, and, you know, if this channel can do anything to help them out, then I'm all for it. Uh, especially getting you as an ambassador, Danielle. Can you hear about Damn, Danielle. Uh, can't mm. wait to see the lads tomorrow in the friendly game. 3 0 to 2. Can't wait, me. I'm dead excited. Mm. Uh, On my birthday, as well. Dave. It is. Oh, it is. Celebrate good times. Ooh, we'll have a birthday I've got, party. Absolutely. I've got a bottle. I've got a bottle of Brune for tomorrow night as well. Do you know what, oh, Billy? I'm going to buy one, and I'll I'll share a bottle of Brune on the TTR Friday show. And I'll bring a diet coke. Absolutely. Mm. Shouldn't have said uh, that. Pretended it's Brune. No, Billy, text me tomorrow. Remind me to get one. 
Uh, and I will. I'll, I'll, I'll have my first ever bottle of brewing for your birthday on the TTR Friday show. There you go. Uh, it's it's one thirty kickoff uh, our time. So just go on to the Newcastle United YouTube channel and away. Bosh! Hopefully we can see some good goals tomorrow. Um, Roy, thank you very much for your 50 kroner super sticker, matey. That is very, very kind, Roy. Hope you're very well out there in uh, in Norway. Um, I stood in the paddock under the Old West stand in my first game in 85. God, the paddocks. Jesus the paddock, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt says it's not on YouTube in Australia. Oh. VPN. IPN. What did I say? Yes, VPN. Oh, okay. IPN? What the hell's IPN? VPN. Uh, indeed. Uh, Seattle Jordy, thank you for another $10 super chat. Uh, Paul going a little batty again. Can uh, can opener. I am waiting for the butter churn. <laughs> oh, <almighty>. uh. <laughs> the pause of butter uh, these days, you know what I think people will be doing now. Well, well hey, I, I tell you what, though, I was I did me shopping in Tesco this morning, and I wasn't too displeased at the price of Lurpak. Um, you know, it wasn't anywhere near the nine pounds that people have been quoting. Available, of course. Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, but Tesco, if you're watching, sponsorship. Um, Jordy eighteen ninety two. Thank you very much. I do appreciate that, but I am a taken man uh, for the rest of my life. So thank you very much. Um, Jules is back saying someone say mod squad. <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a bloody you know what that that could be like a that could be a police show couldn't it Mod yeah. Squad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Laura says anyone else find Alex's tone really peaceful and soothing I could listen to him all night yeah he always changes my mind when, I, when I've got like you know some opinion and then he, he kind yeah. of he's a bit like the demon headmaster did you ever see that yeah hypnotic isn't he yeah yeah Maybe just have, Alex could do one of those. Maybe we could do a tune review sort of uh, app, sleep app, you know, and we'll just get Alex talking about statistics. <laughs> and I'm not saying that he talk about statistics or pump, just his voice, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. Uh, what on earth am I reading? Don't go see this. Well, that one. And Alex and Paul Mandwich. Uh, Tony wants to review nail clippers. I mean, uh, no, it, it certainly wouldn't be an electric tin opener, but it won't be. A, there's no friggin' tin opener full stop. Uh, Barbara, thanks for your one euro 49 super stick. A very kind Barbara. Hope you're well. Um, Susan, we want a tin opener. No, 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 no. You've got to think, we have to put these suggestions to our supplier. And I'm not going to the supplier and going, oh, by the way, tin openers. Uh, how are you supposed to get a tin opener through the goddamn printer? <laughs> Honestly. Oh, dear. Oh, what about uh, a chopping board? Chopping board. That would work, wouldn't it? Billy, this isn't freaking QVC, you know. <laughs> Christ on a bike. I think I'm on the conveyor uh, belt generation game. I know, but you know, get get Danielle and Susan standing there and, and me at the end with you know going, and here you have it's a bit know, sexist, that Paul, not gonna lie. Uh, I involved myself, thank you very much. Yeah, just because you knew what I you said, where I was gonna go with that. Hmm. No, I didn't. His Don't kitchen. you dare accuse me of being sexist. <laughs> His kitchen How utensil dare you? too. Sorry? His kitchen utensil too. Yeah, mm. I would stand there with the chopping board. You could stand there with a tin opener and Susan could just be like, well, 
holding a TTR camel by all accounts. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Freaking <laughs> hell. Uh, Basil Brush says, I wasn't interested in football until I married a diehard magpie. He got me the half-season, free-season... What? He got me the half-season, free-season seat, and I've never looked oh, back. Oh, yeah, the ones that Mike Ashley gave away. The half so Basil season. Brush isn't Lee? No, it mustn't be different Basil Brush. It was Basil with a Z. So, no, it's not Lee. Uh, Tony wants a uh, tune review fly swatter. That would be Jesus handy. Christ, to be so fair. does Mark actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony, sorry, Ian also hates flies. They literally have no point other than to annoy you. Yeah, listen, I've been out with my spray all day today. Oh, uh, Chris Murray, thank you. Welcome, uh, Paul. Back in the day, Ivan, Bibby, and myself fought the Whitley Bay Hockey Committee to let girls play with the lads in the younger teams. Yeah, look, that was always a, um, you know, even you know. Chris, Chris, and I go way back at uh, in the ice hockey, and uh, he's out in America now. Um, great guy, great guy. Um, and he was all, you know, the, the the ladies' teams are always kept apart from the men's, and the, the, you know it was mental. But look then again, boxing, no, look at the boxing, like yeah. Taylor, Savannah Marshall, these boxers that are coming through that are just outstanding. Well, they could knock me the hell out. I know that much. Oh, yeah. um, Tony wants a tune review dishwasher. Um, too much. What about headscarves for the heat wave? (laughs) Tune review bog roll. My god, don't give her any ideas, Mm. man. Be sitting there writing all this down, man. Oh, could have tune review crackers at Christmas. She's already thought of that, Danielle. Inside, could have have one of your scenes inside. Oh, yeah, I can just imagine somebody at Christmas dinner giving (laughs) opening a a tune review Christmas cracker with a granny, and then the granny wins and opens it up to say, Oh, take your face for a shit. Happy Christmas, Grandma. <laughs> yeah. Or or she opens it, she opens it up and it's a, oh, tickle me tonsils with a lion bar. <laughs> or drier than a nun's vagina. You know what I mean? She <laughs> you can't do that, Danielle. Christ. You Honestly, man. Well <laughs> yeah. Uh, she opens it up to what's a monumental bell end, son? <laughs> you know what? No, no. Just no. Uh, tune review car stickers. Susan's already planned the car stickers. Uh, tune review checkbook and pet. This is getting out of hand. Uh, a tune review peg bag has been Ooh, mentioned. Any of them. Oh my god, she she'd be having Susan will be having a, a field day with a notepad tonight watching all this. An absolute field day. Uh, but unfortunately, we have come to the end of the <laughs> the end of the show. I have no idea what happened the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes of this show. It's just gone. Deadline day all over again. I mean, listen, that's what it's all about, though. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about for me, is just interacting with everybody, having a good laugh, um, and, and just really enjoying ourselves on here. Um, but thank you to everybody that has super chatted tonight. I really do appreciate it. New members, welcome. Um, Thanks, guys, for joining me tonight. Uh, obviously, quite an important show for us because we wanted to push that for Kat. Uh, Kaz. We wanted to push it through as much as we could, um, and you know, hopefully, we can uh, we can partner up with them on this channel as well. I and be, I think it'd be amazing. Yeah, it'd be something amazing, and and then just give you know women more of a say, which is exactly the whole point of what this show was about. Uh, but we will be back tomorrow. Uh, we will be back at three uh, thirty. Um, where we are doing our first match review of the season after watching Newcastle take on 1860 Munchen. Uh, so that should be uh, hopefully a good game. Uh, hopefully we'll see lots of goals and a Newcastle victory, of course, is what we want. Um, but uh, we will be here at 3.30 for the match review. And then, of course, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, we have 
the TTR Friday. And by the way, guys, we have a new thumbnail for this. Um, now, Billy, I don't know where this will take you back in your day of when you were doing this. Uh, it, it takes me back to the early days in Cafe Rock in Durham. Um, I, it, it's it's a little bit scary, to be honest. Is it pinball or MT? Oh, yes. <laughs> now, now, look at that. I mean, Billy, I don't know where we got our shoes from, mate, but, it, uh, you know, <laughs> they look like a pair of Clark's finest. Mm. Bowling, bowling alley jobs. Uh, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex is dressed like James Bond for some reason, um, with very, very small feet. And, and Danielle just looks like, you know, she, she's off to do some work for her game too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, very, very well put together by Susan, of course. So that will be the thumbnail moving forward. Uh, cool. Listen, guys, thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. We will see you at one at 3.30 tomorrow. Enjoy watching the football. Uh, it, hopefully, we'll have smiles on our faces on, tomorrow. Lads. Come on, the lads. How are uh, the lads? We'll see you tomorrow, 3.30. Don't miss it, guys. Good, Good night, Rooney. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs>